Hey y'all, what up? It's Jess Hilarious and I'm here to tell y'all that I'm launching my podcast, Carefully Reckless on the Black Effect Network. I'm going to be telling y'all all my business. I got into a fight with his oldest daughter's mother because it had got back to her that I said that her daughter didn't have any eyebrows. I did say this, but I wasn't saying she was ugly. And telling y'all other people's business too. Now, it's a rumor that he has contracts with these women. It ain't no limits to the things I talk about. Y'all know that if y'all know me. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Well, I, I hope he is no longer your husband. Okay, she did say ex-husband. From baby mama drama to healthy relationships, from child support to stimulus checks. Look, when you take a step back and you realize that we all go through crazy stuff and we got stories to tell, those situations do not define you. But they do make for a real good conversation. <laughs> In a world where clickbait and cancel culture can tell your story before you do, I'm creating an outlet to remind people that we still human crazy and we can all laugh about it. Don't stress over it. Bring your problems to me. I promise I won't judge you, but I might crack a joke or two. Yeah, I think I know this b- No, she don't work for FedEx. She worked at Olive Garden as a bartender. Don't be scared. It'll be respectful and messy at the same time. What up, what up, it's KD. I'm excited to finally bring you my podcast, The Exeteris, with my guy Eddie Bansky-Gonzalez. What's up, guys? Eddie here. Kev, I know when we decided to call this podcast The Exeteris, we already knew everybody was going to be asking the same question. What is The Exeteris? So let's break it down. The Exeteris is everything. Everything that matters, everything that we care about, everything that's culture, everything that helps shape this generation. I love this concept and this project because it gives us the chance to talk about anything. One week, we might be talking about a team from O2 that we love and feel like just didn't get their props. Yeah, and the next week, we'll be talking about an album that completely changed the way we listen to music or some sneakers that ran our world when we were like 12. Now, Kev, I know you don't want to do these cliche debates and arguments either. There's no need to talk about our top fives all time. Those convos is played out. Why should we debate if Fresh Prince or Martin was better when we can talk about the impact both shows had on us coming up when there was nothing like that on TV? Yeah, exactly. Why argue over who was better between cash money or no limit when we could celebrate them both and take a deep dive into how their independent grind completely changed the game for everybody who came after them? And I know you and me, man. We're going to disagree on some stuff. We're going to agree on others. But either way, we're going to have a real discussion a real authentic and genuine dialogue each and every week. Yeah, I just want to talk about the things that I love, things that influence me and why they matter so much. I had those discussions with people that were there that went through it and understand the impact. So join me, Eddie Gonzalez, in 10-time All-Star, two-time Finals MVP. We got to do the whole resume, man? Yeah. <laughs> join me and KD each and every week on the Exeteras. Subscribe and listen for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Radio.com, and wherever you get your podcasts. Somewhere between psychotic and iconic. Somewhere between I want it and I got it. Somewhere between I'm sober and I'm lifted. It's just different. Welcome to the Realest Podcast. You ain't got no job and you ain't got shit to do. With your host, Knowledge. Come on, son. Fuck out of here with that bullshit. Motherfucker boy, knowledge back. Another episode of Stick to the Script. I'll be your host with the most. We finally here, episode 17. Now, before we get started, please, if I know anybody who love listening to podcasts and stuff like that, let them know about your boy, knowledge man, about Stick to the Script, man. Let them know, give your boy a shout, cook your boy up. You know what I'm saying. So I get these listeners popping up, you know what I mean? And all that good stuff. But fuck all that, you know what I mean? We're going to talk about some good shit, man. You know, of course, the locks versus dip set. We're going to talk about that. Um, We're going to talk about, uh, shit. Isaiah Rashad, new album, The House is Burning. We're going to talk about that. Um, This so-called Kanye West Donna album. We're going to talk about that also. And, um. A lot more, man. You know, it's going to be a good episode. But let's get into it. Now, let's talk about the rat. Now, you're wondering, who is the rat? Hmm, interesting. You know what I'm talking about, man. Takashi 69, I call him Snitch 9. It's back in the headlines once again. And it's not because what you think it is. You feel me? He's not trolling. Ain't none of that shit. 
it's because of DJ Academics and WAC 100. Now, people are like, who the fuck is WAC 100? You know about, you know, Cali and the culture. You know what the rap of the game is. That's the game. I think it's manager, I think. So, DJ Academics dropped the podcast or dropping the podcast with Takashi 69 and WAC 100. Now, people asking me who know who WAC 100 is, like, okay, if WAC 100 is a street dude, why the fuck are you interviewing or, or sitting one on one with a snitch? Right? Huh. So, that's a good question. So, DJ Academics dropped a clip of his upcoming podcast he got coming up. And. Just listen to this fuckery right here. It's real shit. And if you have that, you don't think this I have I can that? look in your eyes. Let me tell you what I see. I see a motherfucker. You have all, you have totally dismissed. You didn't already played it out how you gonna go. I don't think you're scared to die. What's your second? He's not scared to die. He has already embraced that. He didn't play it out how it was gonna happen if it happened. He's not scared of that shit. I'm looking at him. He's not. He don't got no fear. However, they do it to him. He don't care about that, right? He really got a point to prove. That's and that's my point. If right? you see it, listen. I don't play around and do but shit. I will say I this. I only attack the people that's coming for me. I said, yo, I fired security eight months ago. If I walk out of here and a nigga come from behind me out the staircase, hung, 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 hung. It was already supposed to happen. When well, I listen, nigga, in. I don't know what kind of gun that is. No. <laughs> yo, yo, I don't man. know. I don't know. That's a different yo, kind of gun. Whack, man. <laughs> so, how you heard that bullshit? Here's my take on it. I'm going to be honest and real with you. I think what Whack 100 is doing is all clout. It's really clout, man. I'm not going to sit here and really believe a street dude, especially in California. That's known in the streets. That's known blood. You know what I mean? They're gonna sit here and really talk to a snitch like it's all good or trying to understand the snitch. I'm not buying it, man. I really think niggas be out here clout chasing. I really think niggas out here being controversial or trying to get people attention. Because it, it, to me, this seems like it, it's a bunch of bullshit. I'm not buying into it. I don't believe this is really genuine or oh, whack 100 i think it's it, it's all clout i think whack 100 know what he's doing because he know if he sat down him being the street dude with a rapper that was a snitch i can't even call six a rapper a trash rapper and you sit down with this that that's a snitch right now this, this, this stir up the pot he wins i guess in his eyes no one's stupid, man. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not buying this shit. It's all stupid. This old 6-9 phase is dumb as fuck. No one really care about dude, man. Only time people, or I say trolls, actually focus on this dude when he's trolling. When he's not doing nothing, man, no one gives a fuck about this dude. Like, why we keep giving this clown too much attention, man? Like, why? I can understand kids, younger suburban kids. I get it. They don't, they don't know better. But real street dudes, man. Trying to give advice to a snitch? Nigga, a grown-ass man. He ain't no kid, man. He know what the fuck he did. He knew when he came in and started rapping and started hanging with blood. He knew what the fuck he was doing. This ain't fucking news. He knew what he was doing, bro. This ain't nothing new. It wasn't like niggas forcing him to be a blood. This is who he want to be. Take accountability for your own actions. You know what I mean? Niggas sitting acting like you feel me? Like that stupid ass shit talking about whack talking about he not scared to die. You trying to make 6ix9ine sound tough. I mean like he pock or some shit. Get the fuck out of here whack. <laughs> the corniest shit ever. He's supposed to say that. You know why he's supposed to say that whack? Because he don't want his enemies or people who don't like him to make it seem like he's really scared. Deep inside motherfucker scared. He just saying anything right now. Fuck out of here, man. That boy is good. You know what I mean? Like, you made the bed laying this shit, bro. 
knew what the fuck you was doing when you start, decided to be a blood and got into all the activities on this dumb shit. You know what the fuck you was doing? Ain't no sympathy over here, man. And whack 100, you a clown for that, bro. You really a clown for that. You know what I mean? Like, you talking to these fucking snitches. How about you talk to the real street niggas and try to help them niggas out and give them niggas advice, which I'm pretty sure you do. But Six Nine is not. It's not a known, a known gangster nigga. He's a wannabe. Fuck that nigga, bro. All this shit's for clout, man. The same reason Wack using Six Nine, the Six Nine using Wack. For Six Nine, for example, he using Wack because I guess it make him seem like he a real nigga now. And Wack using Six Nine because it's beneficial to him. I don't know how. You know, we live in a world where clout chasing is not a young man game anymore, bro. Old heads do it too. It's a damn shame, man. Niggas too grown for that dumb shit, bro. Grown ass fucking men, bro. Act like little ass kids, bro. What part of the game is that? You feel me? Like, shit crazy, man. I don't understand niggas. I don't get niggas processed. I don't really understand what the fuck niggas be smoking on nowadays, bruh. Like, they really be smoking on that, that, I don't know, it, it, it crack or something. Y'all smoking on something, act, y'all on some crazy shit, bruh. Ain't no way in hell, bruh, if I was a podcaster, if I was like a real nigga, which I am a real nigga, but if I was a known LA game banger, I'm not interviewing no fucking snitch, bruh. Only niggas I'm trying to help out the niggas that I know in that lifestyle, and I'm trying to help them niggas out. Give them advice. Show them us a better way. Nah, nigga, you focus. Your main focus is a fucking snitch, really. But it's whack 100. This nigga, everything this nigga do is controversial. He know what the fuck he doing. Not buying this shit. Niggas ain't stupid, bro. This all for entertainment. And you niggas fall for the trap every fucking time, my nigga. It's gonna benefit them in a weird way. It's gonna benefit them, benefit both of them, I mean. Niggas is crazy, bro. Niggas is mad fucking crazy. I don't understand niggas' thought process. I don't understand what niggas going with this shit. I don't understand this whole situation. It's weird to me. Now, I don't know if you dropped the that episode yet or whatever the case may be but I might tune into that bullshit to hear the fuckery so I really can't say too much about it until I actually watch the full shit and once the full episode come out then I'm gonna get my real 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 thoughts you know what I mean but anyway let's talk about Kanye West and this Donna album now he's supposed to drop August 5th or August 6th this podcast is already recorded two days before so I wouldn't know to next week if he actually dropped the album or not. And I'm gonna be real, man. I don't think Kanye West is gonna drop this album. Here's why, man. Last time he did that shit, I think it was two weeks ago. When he was in Atlanta. He performed songs for Donna. And they're supposed to release on that Friday. And never came out because he was inspired. He was so inspired that he stayed in Atlanta where the Falcons play at and finished up the rest of the Donna album. You gonna expect me to sit here and believe he gonna drop this album August 5th or August 6th? I have to see it to believe it. Now, listen, I'm gonna be real with you, man. I might be wrong, I might be right, I don't know. Only time will tell. I think this album's gonna be ass. Overrated, y'all niggas work shit, kind work worship Kanye West like he's some kind of fucking god or something, bro. I don't think I was gonna be good, man. He might have a couple of cuts that, that might show a little old Kanye West here and there. Now, if the album hot, I will come back on here and I'll admit I was wrong, but I don't think it's gonna be hot, bro. I really think this album's gonna be overrated, it's gonna be trash, it's not gonna be that good. Niggas getting hyped up for no fucking reason. Niggas smoking on that loud pack heavy. If you believe Donna album is going to be better than his older albums. No. 
no not buying it it's not gonna come out like i said i won't know or y'all won't know until next episode and when i get my full thoughts on it if he came out or not he, he gotta show and prove man i'm tired this nigga always talking about he dropping the album this day they always push it back and he be straight trolling niggas and man come on man you gonna drop the shit you're not gonna drop the shit either or i don't give a fuck my nigga i'm gonna be real with you i am not looking for a kanye west album in 2021 no sir not me no you little weirdos could get hype off that shit and get a sight over that shit cahoots to you nigga but for me nigga i ain't looking forward to that shit and i don't give two fucks about that shit so it is what the fuck it is now let's talk about some real shit right now we in the mecca of new york it's d block it's dipset right. turn the Why words don't know the words yo tech let's make something happen new york hot it's that time motherfuckers these niggas don't run like us all praises, all burners, all raises. Hand down, nigga, the game is all jaded. Anything drop, I cop in all flavors. He's a dick, you pussy, y'all neighbors. <laughs> Hold on. We ain't playing with, this is New York. This what these niggas want, right? Oh, shit. I don't do Instagram. Too I don't do Twitter. I don't do none of that shit. Let's go, Tech. This what I do, nigga. New York, make some motherfucking noise. Yeah, all praises, all burners, all raises. Hand down, nigga, the game is all jaded. Some hot drop, he popping all flavors. He's a dick, you pussy, y'all neighbors. Yeah, two extra whores. I'm in a new Aston with two extra doors. With a quick flip, I don't try to stretch for more. 100% powder, extra raw. And I get it from Giuseppe, either him or the essays. I've been smacking rappers around for a decade. Still trying to get mommy to Sacramento Leche. No, if I take her out, I can pop her the next day. Woo! Remember the vocals, MJ and the Pro Tools, anti-social. Bill Jack on the track, but I can't coach you. This is just audio and shit that I go through. Guns in the couch, money in the mattress, and I would've caught the Bentley, but I had to pay taxes. Settle for a polo, fitting some air. Your flow's a light sprain, mine's is a fracture. Yeah, and the x-ray's negative. Use a coward in jail, you can never live. Yeah, you barely living out here, it's like I'm giving... You barely giving out air. Yeah. The reason you breathing is like I'm giving out air. I got stocks in the block. I'm giving out shares. I don't know you. You ain't familiar. I don't care who shot you, cause they ain't kill you. Bars the word play, I'm the son of a bitch. These niggas is decent, but ain't none of them. MTV, y'all know I'll punish the list. Niggas jury are fake and ain't none of them rich. Notice they keep watching them. No stopping them. V-neck, crushed linen, suede, Louis moccasins. Won't dry up cause it don't buy up. Cashmere sweats with the Gucci tie-ups. Overlooking the city, my nigga, I'm high up. I can get your brain blowed out for five bucks. Always in the hood. That's cause I rep that. My partner work good. Niggas already checked that. Probably just tumbled cause that's where I slept that. Desert is blue steel. The 40s jet black. Fucking bars, nigga. Bars. I'm in war mode, nigga. It's New York. The locks versus Dipset. Huh. Versus. Huh. Man, it's a lot to talk about with this shit, man. In my eyes, man, I'm going to be real with you. This is probably one of the best verses I've seen. Hip-hop wops I've seen. Entertaining. Entertaining as hell. Like, So, people that know me know me. I was a huge, huge Dipset fan. Because Dipset was getting hot when I was like in high school. Right? So, now fuck with the locks, too. The locks mixtapes d-block all that shit i fuck with that too bro so i fuck with both of these groups so i'm saying saying like of course i'm going for dipset because i'm a dipset type of nigga but i knew but i knew the locks catalog was crazy too so don't sleep on the locks but what i didn't know is that the locks was going to bring that kind of energy the energy that new york needed you know what i'm saying 
they came out the gate for the kill. Like Dipset, like to me with Dipset, I'm gonna be real with you, they didn't have a game plan. And what I mean by that is that you look at the locks, you could tell they sat with each other and it was like, look, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that, this is how we're gonna come with it, blah, J, blah, J, blah. First song, fuck you. They was coming for the kill. Dipset looked like they, they looked like they was did it be there. Like it didn't look like what I expected from Dipset. Now of course, I didn't say Dipset was gonna win. You know what I mean? But I expected a better fight than that. You know what I mean? Like it didn't look like. I don't know, man. You put the songs together. I'm not saying Dipset song was outdated. But you can see the difference. And then if you was a believer of the locks back then, you're a believer now. And man, Dipset this like they're D let me talk about they DJ. Dipset DJ, Cameron, Jim Jones, Freaky Ziggy, Jewels, fire that nigga. Fire that nigga or get that nigga some better training. Cause he had no idea what the fuck he was doing. It looked like this nigga converted the Dipset songs for YouTube and went to YouTube to MP3 converter. The quality sound horrible. Then he wasn't playing the songs on Q. You know what I'm saying? For example, like it was one camera on, so I think it was uh fuck fuck. I really mean that I think it was. And he kind of played the record before camera on camera like yo ho 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 ho. So what I mean by that, it kind of killed the spit. It kind of killed the, the momentum. And I don't know, man. I, I was looking like I was looking for Killer Cam, man. I ain't, I ain't get Killer Cam. I got Cameron. I ain't get Killer Cam. Killer Cam. I want the money, Mitch from Pay the Fool. I want that Cameron. But Cameron did Killer Cam. He should came up with the pink meat, my nigga, with the pink hat. Like it's, even if you getting beat, sometimes you gotta do shit that make niggas know or make niggas remember. Like, oh, I remember that feeling. You, I mean, the lock still won, but if you would have planned it better, it would have gone a lot smoother. It wasn't a bad versus. Even the locks won, that versus off the hook. It was typical New York nigga shit. Now, I was born in Brooklyn at the age of five before I moved to Charlotte. I know, man. I know the shit talking. I know it. I've done it. You know what I mean? Even though I was raised in Charlotte. It's still, I still got the New Yorker in me. I can't get out of it. So I know the shit talking. Oh, you fucking lemon head ass nigga. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I get it. You know what I mean? Shit talking. And that's how New Yorkers talk to each other. That's how New Yorkers show love to each other. It's by talking shit. That's what we do. You know what I mean? So, like I tell people, man, as much as I am a New Yorker, I'm a Southern too. Just my New York accent come out stronger than the others. You feel what I'm saying? So I get that process. And that's entertaining as fuck. But the real MVP is that motherfucking Jada Kiss. <laughs> Jada Kiss is the real fucking MVP. Not saying the locks don't have bangers, because they do. But people forget Jada Kiss alone got bangers. And Jada Kiss alone body dipset. And you talking to a dipset fan. And I'm being real about it. I knew locks was gonna come and come with it. I didn't think on that level, and I didn't think Dipset was gonna not prepare themselves the way I thought they would. Gotta get locks a props, man. Round of applause for the locks, man. Hey, man. They came out. They was not bullshitting. They was not playing. They was don't, don't get me wrong. Cameron talked they shit too. Joel, Jim Jones, Freaky Talk, they shit. You know what I mean? Like when Cameron was telling uh, Style people what the fuck he got on, like a Walmart outfit. That was typical Cameron shit, bro. You know what I mean? So it was like, it was entertaining as fuck, man. Regardless of who won this shit, it was good for New York hip hop, man. It felt like New York. It felt like the New York hip hop I missed. But now for that one night, man, this felt good for New York, man. A round of applause for that one too. Thank you, thank you. You say thank you like I'm the nigga on stage and shit. Uh, 
but yeah man it, it was a great night for hip-hop man but a, a, a great moment for new york hip-hop alone man it just felt good to hear actual bars and niggas not worrying about hits or stupid dances niggas worrying about bars that was a true new york crowd they got love for Dipset too. Don't get me wrong. They've been singing Dipset songs too. But like, the locks, like, the locks came on. They wanted to hear bars, bro. They wanted to straighten up a fucking bar. That's New York for you. You know what I mean? So it's like, even though Dipset had some hot joints, my nigga, maybe the rotation was wrong. The locks had the crowd. They had the energy. So once they had the crowd and the energy in the first song, at that moment, Cameron should have told his DJ and let them niggas know, like, hey, this is what we're gonna do. It's how we're gonna respond back. Can he played he played the song, Dipset played the song in the wrong time. Like, and when I tell they play the actual bangers, it was too late in the battle. You know what I mean? So I just think the locks execute way better. I think there's more prepared. I think Dipset was just there to be there. I think Dipset thought, oh, we Dipset. Nigga, we got our hits. That's gonna do the talking for us. The lots came in that shit like, nah, nigga, we come prepared. We ready for war. Fuck you. You ain't got no balls. None of that shit. JD Kiss, the real MVP, my nigga. The lots came with it. And, you know, hey. Like I said, man, great fucking night. I enjoy that shit. The only thing I'm mad about that they had my blunt and they had no drink. Cause boy, if I had some alcohol and some weed, my nigga, I'd be probably talking shit too. You feel me? But yeah, man. Shout out to the locks, man. Shout out to Dipset. They are going on tour in September. So man, now I mean if they come to your town, check them boys out, man. Too bad that they're not coming to Charlotte. But it's all good, man. Check them boys out, man. Get them boys streaming numbers up, man. Support these dudes, man. Support their legends, regardless. They legends. And Jadakiss, it's the reason why he says top five dead or alive. If you ain't believe before, last night showed you why. And I almost forgot. I knew Jadakiss was nice, but I forgot how many fucking bangers he had. Crazy, my nigga. Crazy. Yeah, man, but that was a great fucking battle, man. Entertaining. It just felt New York. It didn't felt. It ain't felt Hollywood, it ain't felt industry, this felt like straight grimy New York gritty shit, like fuck all that extra bullshit, this is about real New York shit, you know what I'm saying, shit talking, we ain't friends, in this battle we going to war, that's New York hip hop, that's what New York all about, it's still love, you know what I mean, they, they got love for each other my nigga, they fuck with each other. But when they got on that stage, it's fuck you, suck a dick. They ain't gonna fuck about nothing. And that's hip hop, my nigga. Where you can talk shit and still be cool after, my nigga. Great fucking, great fucking night. Honestly, man, I don't really see what verses could top this one, honestly, man. And we talking about hip hop, my nigga. I, I don't see, I, I, don't, I can't find another verse that can match that energy. It's just impossible, my nigga. Alright, so let's talk about some real shit. And you know me, man. I can be really personal when I want to. Depending on the situation. You know what I mean? I don't like getting too personal about shit, but you know, I get personal. So, my niece called me one day, right? To talk about a stupid ass mother. And her mother's about 40 something years old. But to make a long story short, is. I hate to my sister not and I use that word very loosely because it's not blood in my eyes but that's a different story it's full of shit just for the simple fact that you know at one point me and her was really close I'm talking about my sister yeah that's funny anywho talking about her we was really tight at one point like you know I ain't really think that we were gonna have a falling out until this one moment happened. This one moment happened. Now, I don't like to get too personal, but my podcast, I want to do more than talk about hip hop and shit like that. I want to talk about real life shit too. So, 
her baby daddy, which I'm cool with, um, got out of jail, right? It's a couple years ago. Maybe like two, three years ago. And they got two kids together. My two nieces. You know what I mean? So you trying to get in contact with her, can get in contact with her because he wants to see his kids, which you know, as a father, if you're not with that woman, you want to see your kids. You know what I mean? Like, I mean that's that, that's a what a real man supposed to do. So I'm like, look, me and her had a phone now. I already talked to her. I still got her number. If you want to call her to talk to you know the kids, hey bro. We know what I mean, Liz. What it is you feel me? Um, so he called her, case maybe, and I guess want to talk to the kids. I ain't getting too deep into it, but she had called me back and left this threatening message, like she's gonna do some wild shit. Now, first when I was recording this episode, I was like, do I really want to play this shit on my podcast? Then a part of me was like, why the fuck not? The truth is the truth. I'm not here to expose anybody, but this is my truth. This is my honesty, and I'm going to be real about it. And, um, yeah, so he called me, and this talking rabbit shit, yo. Like, this, like, like she was a nigga. So what I'm going to do is, I'm going to play the audio, audio real quick the, with the message. You know what I mean? And I'm gonna let y'all be the judge of this shit. I'm gonna let y'all judge this shit and see if I'm tripping. Yo, this is your sister, and I swear to God, when I motherfucking see you, it is on you, fuck nigga. Who the fuck? What? You got some fucking nerves sitting up here telling my fuck ass baby father all information about me. You fuck ass nigga when i see you i swear to god i am going to beat the fucking brakes off of you you understand me fuck nigga do you understand me i hope you hear me clearly you fucking bitch wait till i see your dumb ass honestly man as you hear that shit i really really hate to revisit that fucking message that's my first time hearing that shit in over two years it's been three years since that happened 2018 I got that message I think 2018 yeah and um she was thinking I did that shit to be spiteful oh and then go get it twisted I left the voicemail back too and I haven't heard from that chick ever since then so that's why I stand by but here's my thing with this if I have your number right and this man that's your, your baby father want to talk to his kids I'm not going to lie to him and be like, well, you know, blah, J, blah, J, blah. I don't know, but like, look, here's the number. Holler at her. Talk to your kids. Hey, ask your kids, bro. You have that right. You can't get mad at me because you got your little beef with him. That's your problem. It's not my problem. Because you want to run away from the situation. You want to run away from this shit. You know what I mean? That shit ain't cool, bro. So my thing is this. That's y'all problem. You feel me? Like, that's the father of your kid. That's not my responsibility to try to find the information about your kid. Now, talking to, I, now I say once again, I, I use this word very loosely because in my eyes, we ain't blood. Might be blood by DNA, but in my eyes, we ain't blood. My sister, that's your responsibility. That's not my responsibility, him calling me ask me about his kids you talk to that nigga you know what i mean so to make a long story short right left that message all that cool shit right before the message right she had took me on facebook for whatever reason situation that happened had nothing to do with her she decided took me on facebook because he said i was causing drama now anybody that knows me know I don't post anything negative on Facebook. I mind my business, etc. etc. Right? So we talk. It was a misunderstanding, misunderstanding on her part. We squashed that shit, right? So her bitch, this why a bitch has boyfriend come in place, right? Now remind you, niggas like 40 something, right? Don't work. Live with his mama. You feel me? Live off this bitch. I mean, my sister. And I use that verb 
word very loosely when the gossip and called me it was like did the right thing you know what i'm saying blah j blah that was bigger you i'm like bruh it had nothing to do with me being a bigger person it, it was about understanding and we squashed it from there and i said it, it might it was a little weird but it might slowly come back to being good no i posted something that had nothing to do with my sister had nothing to do with nobody it was just a quote i picked out you know or real life shit had nothing to do with nobody and i said it in the mess in the um the post to say had nothing to do with nobody it's just some real talk type shit so clearly he he runs and gossip he does this shit although he's a bitch gossip tells my sister look at this post like i was talking about her then she posts something on facebook talking about me in a, a subliminal way so I will hold back like if you got something to say you think something is about you which is not how about you give me a call and stop posting shit on Facebook on some coward shit be a grown ass person of course she blocked me again that's what she does alright but this is my issue right here right I have two kids two beautiful kids you know what I mean I would do anything for anything they will eat before me that's facts they will be good before me and i can never see myself be to the point where i want to fight my kids or i want to abandon my kids or i want to be that kind of person because number one that ain't me regardless that's still your child how the fact you're treating my niece like she ain't shit it's fucked up because if i'm not mistaken when that nigga was beating your ass and now i could don't abusive shit and my niece was terrified when she was a baby my parents took her under her wing her wing my, my niece when she was a baby and my sister allowed that shit because she knew what she was doing the person she, she was with wasn't healthy and she wanted my niece to be in the best situation so my thing is you've been out my niece's life for 12 something years you feel me and you acting like you did good or you trying to play victim like my niece never even though when you first came back to charlotte all that stuff my niece ain't hold no grudge against you she understood all that shit you know what i mean that was your chance to be a mother no this bitch loves drama my sister one of them people man she lives on drama 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 that's what she does that's what she lives by that all she cares about is motherfucking drama right so you want to fight your own kids now for what over some stupid shit you know what i mean and for the fact um shout out to sam sam is my um niece boyfriend that's my dog right there and he was, my niece told me all he was doing was sending people his new song and he sent it to Kevin. I'm going to say your name, nigga Kevin. That's my sister boyfriend by accident. So Kevin, bitch ass, being the best nigga he is, tells my sister. And then my sister go back to my niece, which is her daughter, and stop talking shit for no reason. Oh, that nigga whack. He can't rap. Bitch, I beat your ass. When I come to Charlotte, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yo, how you a grown ass woman talking to your daughter like she ain't shit like your daughter did something wrong to you and that's why i tell people man being grown don't make you wiser being an adult don't make you an adult some people give you 40 something 50 something 60 something hell and still have a mind of a child hey i know kids that got more common sense than these dope these fucking adults they only shit but like i said i'm not one of them dudes that's gonna sit here and keep shit a secret man it is what the fuck it is and that shit fucked up yo i would never talk to my kids that way so i don't only person i, I talk to out of my siblings is, is my brother that's it that's where it stopped because me and my brother got to understand that even if we're like disagreeing on something there's never no beef you know what i'm saying it ain't that deep for us it's straight brother shit you know what i mean my sisters i don't have no bond with them and i have my reason why 
ain't nobody gonna say and tell me I'm supposed to squat this shit cause I'm not especially one of them disrespect I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say it but she was being very disrespectful I put it that way so no all that shit is dead to me you feel me so all that shit is dead like all that being a bigger person no once you cross that line of disrespect and you about that drama I'm not bringing that stress into my life bruh fuck that shit you know what I'm saying you're a fucking mother be a fucking mother stop being a fucking coward now I hope you hear this shit too I don't, I don't, I don't, one thing about this podcast man I don't hold shit back I'm gonna be honest I'm gonna be real I don't give a fuck man especially if I don't fuck with you now if I fuck with you that's different I, I won't go that deep but if I don't fuck with you I give two fucks about your motherfucking feelings I really don't but it shows man you got people out here man and she wonder why which again I'm gonna say it loosely my sister wonder why her blessings never came because when you're an evil bitch this evil for no fucking reason you can't expect good things to come to you you can't expect your blessings you know what I mean? How about you work on yourself as a person and be a better fucking person? I'm not fucking with you. Never will. That shit dead. Cause all this shit I did for you, I didn't have to. I looked out for you. And you shit on me. When no one else had your back, I did. And I learned my lesson from that shit. Cause look what happened. That shit dead to me, bro. That shit dang no squashing nothing. You know what I'm saying? Disrespectful as hell. You took all this gangster shit. You ain't about that life. Disrespect your own daughter. Like, who does that shit for what? Call boyfriend mistakenly send a song to Kevin, your bitch ass boyfriend. And you want to gossip like a little ass girl? Like, who's the nigga? You and him. He's more of a bitch than you is. The fuck, man? This shit get me wild up. This shit got me, got me going in. I said, I want to do this. But I'm gonna leave off on this note right here. Parents, man. Parents. If you know you wasn't involved in your kid's life like that, because you're going through your own your own situation, you're going through your own demon. I'm not here to judge nobody. But I don't give you the right to play victim. I don't give you the right to act like you did nothing wrong. You all own up to your mistakes and be a grown up about this shit. Talking to your child like she did something wrong when you abandoned your child or some coward shit. You want to fight your own kid for what? For no reason? You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's cowardly shit. And I told my niece, man, fuck her. Don't worry about that shit because the real parents is my parents. Where's her grandparents? That raised her and, and me and my niece became more like brothers and sisters. Anybody that fuck with my niece, fuck with me. Anybody that fuck with me, fuck with my niece. That's the kind of bond we had. It's going to stay that way. But as far as a mother, man, she a sad person, man. A very sad person. And and, and, and one thing I learned in life, man, is people you can't change. Is some people in this world are going to die being miserable. Die being negative. Die just living over drama. At some point, you got to grow the fuck up, man, and be a woman or be a man of your shit. You know what I'm saying? That's what happens when you deal with bitch-ass niggas. When you deal with bitch-ass niggas, you do bitch-ass shit. That's all I'm going to say about that, man. I'm not going to go in too deep with this shit. You know what I mean? So, I'm going to take a quick commercial break, and I'm going to come right back. All right, I'm back. Had to take a break for that shit because some shit like that. Oh, shit like that it gets me to a point man where it literally literally gets me angry and i had to take a break for a second take a deep breath Woo-saw. because i told myself i won't allow to be that person again i just block negative people because i know what i'm capable of doing and i know at one point in my life i have an anger problem and i ain't trying to go back to being that person so around the applause for me for not taking it farther that shit thank you um <laughs> yeah anyway man you gotta laugh at certain shit man people are gonna be miserable and be fucked people all their fucking life but you know that's the that's the good thing about the block button you go avoid them motherfuckers but anyway let's talk about tde's own isaiah rashad album the house is burning and what's my thought on this 
I'm gonna be honestly real. Just an honest opinion. I don't dick ride shit. I'm honest. I keep it a buck. That's what I do. I like the album, but I don't like the album. People are like, hmm. I mean, what, what do you mean by that? You don't like the album. You like the album, but you don't like the album. Let me explain. It's a good album. Production wise, it's a great album. The album is a vibe. That's the best way to describe that's the best way to describe this album. It's a vibe. Um lyrics wise, the flow, I didn't really feel like he was going for that. I didn't really feel like he was going with any type of um theme for the album. The, the lyrics seem very like vibey and just laid back. It might be deeper than than why I think it is. You never know. Um, but compared to his his first album, I don't feel that same energy. I don't, I don't feel like it, it didn't feel quite ready yet. It kind of felt like he was just on some at that's a vibe. You know what I mean? Put out some good music. Of, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it was more of a vibe. It wasn't more of a uh, like a, a album, like a to pick my butterfly or KOD, where he be stuck about different subjects. And he might, he was talking about different subjects, but it just seemed too simple. It didn't seem he didn't really grasp me with the topics. He didn't really. It just seemed like he was like, you know, the flow just seemed lazy to me. The the flow seemed lazy. I'm not gonna say I'm disappointed. Like I said before, don't misquote me. It is not a bad album. It's a really good album. So that's get that out the way. I'm not saying it's a bad album. But far as lyrics and flow, it could have been way better. Way better. Especially after your first album. And you have people wait this long. And this is what we get. It's like I I can take it. But maybe he got that that sophomore slump. You know what I mean? And just didn't really deliver which is kind of odd because mostly TDE don't really slip on anything when it comes to albums so I don't know this one this wasn't this wasn't it for me I was, do I say it got replay value yeah it got replay value because of the vibe like I'm playing 2k or Madden this shit could throw one that could vibe out to it but I don't go I don't take the headphones on I say that was deep dang that, that, that was that was that was that was a good album and he might say some deep shit in there, but maybe the flow that didn't gas me enough to be like, man, that's pretty deep. But shout out to Isaiah Rashad, man. The house is burning. Like I said, man, everybody got their own opinion. Don't quote, don't misquote me. It is not a bad album. It's a really good album. Well, I'm saying the lyrics and flow just wasn't there for me. And my personal opinion. This is my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is how I feel. Um, but yeah, man, if you're looking for a vibe, man, this album is definitely it. But as far as the anticipation, the hype behind it, ah, uh, could have been better, could have been way better, man. Could have been way, 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 way better. But you know, hey, man, the good thing about it, man, is like the production was good, so I could at least kind of go away and say, you know what, something can't guide this album, but you know. As far as his first, this album compared to his first album, I don't like to compare the two, but I expect you go up, to go higher than the first one, the level up, the level up. You know what I mean? Like, no one should take a step back as their first album. And I get it. The first album was a good album for you, so it might have been the pressure. Maybe just kind of felt like last one of this make music. Maybe it was no kind of theme to it. I don't know what the, the the meaning behind the album. The album's called The House Is Burning. So I don't know exactly the concept or where he was going with it. Um, But yeah, man. That's my honest opinion on Isaiah Rashad, The House Is Burning. You know, you check it out. You be the judge for yourself. Don't take my advice. Don't take my my statement or whatever. Don't take anything I say. You know what I'm saying? Just to be your own judge and you go from there, man. Some people might like it, but did not like it. You know what I mean? Like, but it won't it won't be in my I, I put it this way. Every year I do this, my top 10 albums of the year. It won't be in that review. It won't it won't be there. I, it might grow on me. Because I said the same thing about um school schoolboy Q 
Crash Talk album. And I'm like, ah, this wasn't a schoolboy Q like. Then after a while, man, especially last year and this year, the album started getting better and better and better and better. Maybe Isaiah Rashad album might do that for me. But as far as right now, it just ain't doing it for me, man. But don't get it twisted. That motherfucker is a vibe. So before I get up out of here, man, um, I'm going to start doing different things in this podcast. Um, More like advice, anything, relationships, you know, my opinion on certain things. So if you got any interesting stories, what you're going through, and you want my opinion on this, um, email me at sttspodcast00, the number 00. At gmail.com. Once again, STTS Podcast 00 at gmail.com. You got any questions, any advice you want me to give you? Hit your boy up, man. You know what I'm saying? Because this podcast is about to get about to get really good in a second. I promise you, we got some shit coming up. Um, also, also in the future, man. Let y'all know in October. Me and my boy got a special episode. I uh, stick to the script. In October, it will be our 10-year anniversary of our debut album, H.I.M. Hating his motivation. A round of applause for that. You feel me? Um, so we're gonna do an episode that's coming out in October. We're gonna talk about you know the making behind the album, the concept behind different songs, uh, the meaning of the album. The process of recording the album, which is going to surprise all of y'all because we was doing this shit before rappers were doing this shit. And, um, yeah, this, this, the, the picking the beats, you know, how we came up or doing the album together. Like, this is going to be a really good episode that comes out in October. Let's just stay tuned for that. Shout out to my boy Jay Millie. Um, yeah, man, but like I said, man, hit me on my email sttspodcast00 at gmail.com follow me on instagram at da real knowledge hit your boy up man you got questions you know want to be a guest on the show whether you're an artist an author entertain whatever you are just a regular person i want to talk and just have a a one-on-one conversation hit your boy up man you know what i'm saying i should love everybody that showed me love back and on that note we're going to get the fuck up out of here, man. It's been real. Thank y'all for tuning in. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for the support and love. I really appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to keep grinding, keep pushing. Don't let nobody stop you. You know what I'm saying? For chasing your dreams, man. As long as you believe in yourself, nobody can tell you shit. On that note, I'm about this bitch, baby. Let's go.